pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Friday on R&R in the morning, it is a football Friday. We'll be joined by blogging the boys himself, RJ Ochoa, NFL insider for ESPN, Todd Archer, and of course we're going to react to Cowboys Seahawks, and as always, Spurs at 7. Now back to the blitz. Jason, Joe, it's time to let Dak Prescott enter the MVP conversation as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dak Prescott is certainly in uh, the MVP conversation and plays big tonight. Uh, that conversation grows even louder, but it's next week and the week after that and the week after that that really matter for Dak. It's the Blitz. He's Joe Reinagle. I'm Jason Minix. Live out at Perry's Pizzeria and Tap House with our friends from Flight by Yingling as we get ready for tonight's Cowboys at Seahawks game. Come watch it with us here at Perry's 1604 near I-10 in the South Rim. Cowboys play tonight. The Houston Texans with a big game coming up on Sunday. A game that got flexed to the noon time slot so they can get more eyeballs on it seems ass backwards but it actually makes sense let's talk about it with the great john mcclain who joins us now on the buyer's barricades at guest line john how's your thursday my thursday just like every other day great great <laughs> great yeah you know we talk so much about cj stroud and what he's done this year you look at dak and you know his play this year puts him in the mvp conversation and there's there's probably 10 guys in the conversation right now you you vote who's on the top of your ballot as we speak right now jalen hurts he's the quarterback of the best team in the league best record in the league a team that beats winning teams every week as opposed to teams that don't and uh, i think (laughs) just like he won that game he won that game sunday with a run I think he's doing everything now. That could that could change if San Francisco goes in there and beats Philadelphia. And I still don't understand why the 49ers are three-point favorites at Lincoln Financial Field. But if they were to go in there and pull off the upset, then uh, it's it, there's a lot of teams. But to me, he's number one. But it still is up in the air. Like the Cowboys win some games over these teams with winning records, and the schedule's tougher. Not starting with Seattle, they're terrible. They've lost three in a row. But uh, so the Cowboys will they'll hammer hammer the Seahawks tonight and increase that 41-point average at home. But that could get in it if they could beat Philadelphia. Don't, who else did they play? Got They've got record. Buffalo and Miami coming up, too, on the road. And I think that would catapult them right up there near the top they could win a couple of those well i tell you what john let, let me ask you this and 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 i'm and i'm really curious because i don't care one way or the other honestly but i, I would value your opinion brock purdy 
What are your thoughts on Brock Purdy? Because it, it seems like everybody, well, he's a system guy, it's this, he's that. He just seems to win, though. He wins. He makes big plays. He's the highest-graded quarterback in the league when they lost three in a row. He didn't play well, but neither did anybody else. Now, he's blessed with a lot of weapons. You know what? So is Jalen Hurts. And uh, so, so is uh, Tua Tagovailoa. So I never held it against him. He'd be in the running, but, uh, boy, uh, right now Philadelphia's the best team. I think they're going to beat the 49ers. I also think that's a preview of the NFC Championship game, and it'll be hard for the winner to beat the other one two times if, indeed, they do play for a shot at the Super Bowl. John McClain joining us here on the Blitz is the Texans have the Denver Broncos coming in. You look at this Broncos team, first year with Sean Payton as head coach, a disastrous start. They give up 70 points in a game, yet they put together a nice little winning streak. This actually looks like it could be a pretty good game and maybe even a tough one for Houston to pull out. Absolutely, it's a tough one. They've won five in a row. In their last four games, they forced 15 turnovers. They have a league-best 22 turnovers. And uh, their running game has been really good during the winning streak. I don't pay attention to a lot of their stats because of that 70-20 to 20 game. I look at what they've done during their winning streak. They've averaged uh, 127 yards rushing. Russell Wilson has 20 touchdowns, four interceptions. That's the best touchdown interception ratio in the NFL and in the red zone he has 17 touchdowns and no interceptions and so the Texans did a lot of things that were bad Sunday against Jacksonville and they still had a chance to win it and except the field goal was a few inches short to force overtime and they did that because CJ Stroud had a great game when he was forced to throw on the run 60 percent of the time protection was terrible running game was terrible they gave him four pass plays of 42 or more yards had to burn two timeouts on special teams and defense because guys had their heads up their butts and they still almost could have won the game you know john i I find it interesting for the texans this week because obviously that was a game that uh, they played well enough to win i'm talking about the jacksonville game but they come up short to see how they respond this week is going to be interesting, I think. Oh, I agree. Uh, one thing that Texans have done, seven games in a row have been decided with 30 or fewer seconds left. And that's amazing for when you have a rookie head coach, rookie offensive coordinator, and a rookie quarterback who play every game down to the wire. Three with no time left have been decided. And Stroud has kept him in. Stroud has been phenomenal uh, ever since the Carolina game where he threw for 140 yards and they lost a field goal, no time left. And he said, I want more explosive plays. And Bobby Sullivan, coordinator, says okay. And they lead the league in explosive plays. John McClain joining us here on The Blitz. And you look at what 
the NFL did with the scheduling of this game. This game was originally scheduled to be a 3 o'clock kickoff. They moved it to noon. And and I saw Mark Vandermeer, the voice of the Texans, uh, tweet earlier the, the map that this game is getting. And Romo and Nance have the day off because they work two games on Thanksgiving. So it's Ian Eagle and Charles Davis on the call. But it looks like about 80% of the country is going to get that game on CBS. Although it'll be interesting to see if it's actually on in San Antonio because Tegna and the local uh, uh, direct t- the local CBS affiliate owner in DirecTV and, and AT&T U-verse, apparently at 7 o'clock tonight, CBS goes away here in San Antonio. But the vast majority of this country is going to see this game internally when Houston, thinking about where they've been the last couple of years, are they looking and preparing this from an operational standpoint as if they're on Monday night or Sunday night football? I mean, this is as close to a national audience as the Texans have had in some time. Um, they have, they've had, uh, let's see, four bad years in a row. And they've had some nationally televised games during those, during those bad games, and usually they've been bad. But there's not they you know they're making a big deal out of it because it is the largest audience they'll have. Now the last game against Indy, which could be for the playoffs, right now Indy's the last team in the playoffs. Texas the first team out. Denver's the second team out. So maybe that game will be flexed. Maybe the Cleveland game could be flexed. But uh, this is the first time they've gotten close to national attention. And I think people pay attention because the Broncos are playing better. Sean Payton's got a national audience. Wilson Wilson's got a national audience. The only player on the Texans who has a who's attractive to a national office would be audience would be C.G. Stroud. So there's a lot of attention, but to me, it's just like a nationally televised game. The Broncos have been in a couple, but the Texans have not. John, I've got to ask you if uh, if you know, great. If you don't, that's okay too. But you're plugged in in Houston. What are you hearing about the Houston uh, University of Houston coaching position? Obviously, we're uh, very intrigued here because Jeff Trailer seems to be at the top of that list. Willie Press from Tulane, uh, Jeff Trailer from UTSA, of course, already interviewed, interviewed at A and M. You know, he is very, very highly thought of. Barry Odom is another one. So I think uh, it's come down to those three or four. What they need to do is they need a coach with ties to the Texas High School uh, Coaches Association, which should help them recruit. That's why I think Jeff Trailer would be a really good choice. I think Willie Fritz would too, because Fritz does. He's coached in high schools. He's coached college. coached Sam Houston twice. He's done a fantastic job, just like Trailer. I'm hoping they end up with one of those two guys. It's going to be interesting, and John... I know you know Tillman. I know you know Mattress Mac extremely well. Jeff Trailer has a $7 million buyout. Willie Fritz is apparently about a million. Does that $7 million to Tillman or, or Mac, is that an issue? Or if that's who they want, that $7 million won't be an issue? Well, Mattress Mac would have nothing to do with that. He just gives NIL money. Tillman Fertitta makes those decisions. They don't act like he does. And he just bid $5.5 billion for the Washington Commanders. So I think if he's got to write a check for tip money to UTSA, I think he'd be happy to do it if, indeed, Trailer is the head coach they want. 
Well said. <laughs> well said. The great John McClain. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at McClain underscore on underscore NFL. <laughs> Read his columns at sportsradio610.com and the Utopia podcast. John, enjoy the football weekend. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Guys, you do too. And good luck to all your listeners who are pulling for the Cowboys, which I guess is just about everybody in San Antonio. Thank you. Pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, John. All, except for the seven that complain. Although, it, it's a big deal for you Texans fans. If you have DirecTV or AT&T U-verse, CBS in San Antonio is going away at 7 o'clock tonight. <laughs> it so is. So the Houston Texans in their first big national TV game. Wow. It might not be on unless some suits get their stuff together. And, well, uh, you, you never know. Deadlines tend to make agreements, so maybe that uh, will happen. We'll have a last-second uh, last second deal. For me, it doesn't matter. I'll be able to watch that game, so uh, I'm, I'm yeah. good. Oh, you're fine. I don't know what Pledge has, it, it, but uh, no, know, that no, could be a I'm problem good. for him. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. So. I mean, but, you know, for those of you with DirecTV or UVerse, just realize that you're going to have to make alternate plans on – on Sunday because uh, that, that game. I saw something funny on YouTube. Can I share? I, I don't know who it was, but I'm going to go back here a little bit. All right. Um, the the name, I, and I know I'm going to butcher this name, and I apologize, Rias Blythe says San Antonio is split between the Cowboys and the Texans. Has he been here drinking with us? Uh, apparently so, or smoking something. or do it. I, I hate to break it to you, but... Uh, we appreciate you watching on YouTube, but that is absolutely not true. It's not even close. I mean, your friend group maybe, but I, I will tell you this, and Jerry Jones has said this on our show multiple times throughout the years. There are more Dallas Cowboy fans per capita in San Antonio than in the DFW Metroplex. Yes, that is there, correct. There is a reason why the Houston Texans, I don't want to say they've stopped trying, but remember, they used to come and do things in our city, and uh, they don't even own Harris County. To no, be, to be honest, exactly right? Right. I, I mean, and, and look, winning can change that, but in reality, the percentage of Texans fans in San Antonio versus Cowboys—it's it, not it, close. It, it's not even close. No, you know. Now, frustrated level? Well, that—that's a whole nother argument. Um, uh, James Pledger under the. Uh, Station banner says, thanks, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, he screwed uh, that team. But he, he, he really did because, I mean, there was, you know, because a long time ago we were the Texans affiliate. I mean, we did a lot with those guys um, when they started and, 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 and with Gary Kubiak there. and we, They would come in and we would do events with players and we all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's just, it was, and, and Bill O'Brien turned all that off. Well, he did, but Jason, you know this. I mean, even in the Oilers' heyday, when they were good and they were playing for, uh, you know, for for big things, it still didn't matter yeah. to San Antonio. They would go and have training camp for goodness' sake here in San Antonio. There'd be like I don't know ten people out there. Oh yeah, and it's just it, it, go it, down there and have a beer with Jack Pardee. That's exactly right. So I mean, it's it's just San Antonio is a cowboy city. It always has been. I have a feeling it always will be. And. And that's just the way it is. And if you're a Texan fan, good for you. I, I, we're pulling for it. It's a great story, but uh, it's not split. I just want to want to correct the record. Yeah, not close to being split. No, um, it's not split. Although, but there's more than seven. 
Well, uh, there, or maybe more, ten. There, there's more than seven. But unless you're going <laughs> to the Texans fan club watch party, um, well, well, because you get a little upset. With I mean, you. when you act like a little brother, you get treated <laughs> like a little brother. I mean. Pledge, Pledge had a little uh, little violence in his voice there, didn't he? I mean, there are more Cowboy fans at the Texas fan club watch parties. <laughs> I can. And I know a lot of those people. They're great people. They are good and people. And they have been through hell, and they're sticking with them. Good which, people. Which I find impressive. Still no word on whether or not Wemby is going to play tonight. Pop said first night of a back-to-back, probably not going to play both. We don't know if tonight's the night he sits or if it will be tomorrow. More on that. Coming up next here on The Blitz.